Hey, guess what? What? The hierarchy of the film release schedule this year is uh, is being changed. It's all getting pushed back. Why is that? Uh, because the Batman trailer was too good. Damn. That felt like the uh, that one TikTok podcast I always send you, where it's yeah. just the most like... Yeah. Oh, what? what does that mean? I've heard of it, but explain it to me, please. This is a podcast. Yeah, so welcome back. Um, after the Batman trailer dropped last week, what, two days after? Three days after at most? Two. Because it, it, was, was, it was Monday. It was that Monday it, that it was yeah. announced after the Saturday. So as soon as that Marvel's higher-ups saw that. As soon as the office opened Monday morning. Saw that Batman trailer. They were like, oh, not sure Doctor Strange should be coming up a week after that. No, that's just going to be bad for both of their yeah, ticket sales. Which, again, was always an immediate response that we both had and we talked about multiple times. It was like, a weird choice from DC to push it because so, it pushed to March. It's like, oh, interesting choice. Kind of a power move. That And, like, people were are, have constantly been going either way, saying, oh, Batman's going to kick Doctor Strange's ass. Or, or vice versa. Or vice versa. And who knows what would have happened. And we're not going to know because Marvel decided to yeah, I mean, pull the, out. It's, it's unfair to look at either of their sales if they're the same month yeah. like that because they didn't get their full potential. Like right now, if it would have been released right now and Halloween when it was supposed to, it would have just oh, wiped absolutely. clean. I mean, the only thing it would have had up against it is James Bond. but And Halloween, but also Halloween's not doing well. I thought I was going to be able to see that in theaters this year, but I just... Yeah, it's... I certainly am also, not going to push things around to make time for that what, movie. From what I've heard about Halloween Kills is that it is a side quest of a movie. That it feels like... Uh, well, it's like the original sequel where it takes place di- directly yeah. after the first one. Which, again, I... Uh, Mixed learned, feelings about that. I learned that. recently that <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought I had only seen the first Halloween, but it turns out I've only seen the second Halloween, so... Which, I don't know how... Yeah, me neither. Okay. I was 13. Okay, that... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, recently found out that they are already in development or have been in development for a sequel to Halloween Kills. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're going trilogy. It's Halloween coming ends. out exactly one year from now. Yeah. Which I had no idea until today. I saw an Instagram post on my Explore feed about it. Uh, people are, from what I've, those reviews that I've seen say, feel like, say like this movie, Halloween Kills, feels like just buffer to get to that to they, get to a finale they didn't have a trilogy plan. see they i thought this one was going to be a finale no it, it, i think it's halloween ends is what the next one's called yeah i just didn't know it, Which that like, even existed yeah yeah uh i also watched uh this morning when i saw that news i watched a 15 minute breakdown of every halloween movie and the different because there's four different halloween timelines yeah say the, the current timeline is just the first and second movie it's one six seven eight the original timeline was one, two, four, five. Uh, and then there's the there's the Rob Zombie timeline yeah. that's just those two yeah, movies. It's just Rob Zombies. And then there's the H2O timeline, which is one uh oh no, wait. So that that one is one five six, and then the current one that they're doing is one seven eight nine. And then is, there's is two, and then two's not canon then? The current timeline? No. Interesting. And three is not canon in any timeline. No. It's anthology. Yeah. 
which uh, means it could also be canon in all of them because yeah. it is anthology. But which is weird because I'd never seen three, so that's weird that it's not even about Michael Myers. Also weird that apparently in the fifth one, Halloween Resurrection, uh, Michael Myers. That's the timeline where Michael and Laurie Strode are yeah. confirmed brother and sister. Uh, but Laurie Strode is dead from a car crash, but left a daughter alive. And then it's when the daughter grows up and Michael gets resurrected. A pagan cult uh, creates a ghost demon baby between Laurie's daughter and Michael Myers. So uncle niece child. And that child becomes the new Michael Myers. Uncle niece ghost child. Demon. Ghost was the wrong choice of words. Uncle niece demon child and i think it's only a demon because they were just like chanting latin while they yeah, fucked yeah. <laughs> which very midsummer type vibe <laughs> but yeah also uh just a heads up to everybody as well as maybe you if you didn't notice a marked last yeah uh, last week's episode is explicit because we just swore too much and i felt like censoring it was taken away so we say fuck now everything got pushed back like Literally everything. Which that's too bad because they did yeah. have a, already a gap where they could have just done Doctor Strange by well, like a what, couple what months. What was after Doctor Strange? It just Thor, which was like May or something. So it would have been April, May. Or it would have been both May because Doctor Strange got pushed back to May. So like, I feel like they could have pushed They like, could have pushed two both of them back less. So yeah. they could have done Doctor Strange April or early May and then Thor like June. Yeah. Um... I, I honestly, the only thing I'm bummed about this whole event, because I think it makes sense, and I think good, give Batman breathing room, give Doctor Strange breathing room. Yeah. I'm going to see both those movies For no sure. matter when they come out. Uh, only thing I'm bummed about, really, is just distance from Thor. Because um, Doctor Strange, I'm going to get enough of him in Spider-Man that that'll hold me. Like, I can I can yeah. hold my breath for a couple more months on Doctor Strange, but like, I mean, we I haven't, like we we are haven't gotten be, Thor since Endgame. Yeah, but we're going to be cliff-hung. Uh, sure, of course, of, so, of course. So, so after seeing Spider-Man, that's going to be where like, bang, of course, which yeah. Was What's going to happen next? Yeah. That being said, I'll be too busy spending a hundred dollars on tickets for Batman in the month of March. Yeah. Uh, I saw No Time to Die last night in IMAX, and I do still enjoy IMAX, but it is definitely the redheaded stepchild to Dolby. It, it's just like. Because it, it it has the potential to be yeah. as good as Dolby because the picture's as big and like the quality's there, but I would rather have a slightly smaller screen with the same clarity but better sound. Yeah, the moving sound is what's good. Because also, give me Dolby sound on a regular projection, I'm still in. Yeah, like I'll still pay that extra ten bucks or whatever. Um, yeah, it's the fact that you can hear. It's the just complete surround. There's, I just like it when my in the seat ceiling. shakes. Like yeah. I love that. Like, um, I don't love that in cars because it's obnoxious and unnecessary. But it's still cool. Like the yeah. um, we should yo we should go to the 4DX theater for Batman opening night. It's the theater that plays. I know. I, I have ha you have you gone to one yet? I've have not been to one since. 2007 i've never gone okay and i've just been waiting for the right moment and i think i've heard like that batman... fast and the furious movies are the best for 40x why uh just because fans because you're moving fast because you're moving and then there's occasionally like heat or water definitely always heat Yo. like for explosions but uh water occasionally finding nemo in 40x 
they're just you're just underwater. You you're just water. you know the whole thing is underwater. <laughs> you're drowning. Um, another podcast I listened to, they saw Sonic and 4DX, and there was just a lot of memes to be had yeah. there. Because um, did they do they do smell in 4DX? Again, it was 2007, yeah. so I couldn't tell you. Um, I know they definitely sprayed water. There was wind, the seats shake, and like lurch back or forward, which that it gets kind of annoying because if it lurches forward, you can actually fall out of your seat. And if it lurches forward while you're eating, back while drinking, you're eating or yeah, something, oh, yeah. drinking and you stab yourself in the face with your straw. Yeah, or you'd be like me and Dear Evan Hansen and just spill your drink <laughs> twice in a regular theater seat. <laughs> On the man in front of you. On the man in front of me. Yeah. Well, the second time, it was more just on my lap. <laughs> but the first time, yeah, I was just on that guy. Poor guy. But that's a different story for a different day. I mean, you basically just told the story. That's the um, story, yeah. How was James Bond? It was good. It was very final. Daniel Craig's story is, in fact, over. I mean, yeah. Which it, we knew, but, but yeah. they, they certainly tied a bow on it. And I'm assuming that I feel like I would know this, but do they allude to uh, it being continued after him in the same universe? Are you okay with me spoiling I it for you? I am completely fine. With it. I haven't seen a single one. Copy that. Everybody, mash that 15 second forward button if you care about No Time to Die spoilers. I'm going to talk about this for probably less than a minute and 30 seconds. Uh, James Bond dies at yeah, the end. Yeah, figured. Yeah, but at the end of the credits, it does say the classic James Bond will return. Which it says that at the at the end of every James Bond movie, it feels weird. It feels like it's unnecessary because obviously James Bond will return. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it was just a thing that started with the Sean Connery movies that they just because it used yeah. to be like in the Sean Connery movies it would say the title of the next movie already, like it'd be like James That's Bond dope. will return in Octopussy or whatever. Also, Octopussy. What? <laughs> That's dope though. I like that. No, it's fun. Like it, it's it's. That's w- like when uh. Captain America: The First Avenger came out, and the after credit scene was an Avengers trailer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I think it was more so just to like the diehard James Bond fans yeah. to be like, "Don't worry, Daniel Craig's runs over, but we still got you." Because um, because again, I've seen very few James Bond movies, and they're all older ones, uh, like Pierce Brosnan and stuff. Uh, does... It's crazy you never saw Skyfall. No. Because you could watch Skyfall self-contained. I meant to watch all of the yeah. all of the Daniel Craig ones. You don't need to did. see all of them. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> um, does James Bond ever die? Or just like the no. first? This is the first time he's ever died. Allegedly. All the ones I've seen. I do like that uh, the movie's called No Time to Die and he dies. He does die. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny, actually. Uh, <laughs> someone says the line. She's like, do you know what time it is? And he's like, no, I don't have the time. It's time to die. Blah, blah, blah. Nice. So not the full title, but in the theater, I did the the Leo Leo, Leo meme. meme. Yeah, and then I did this, and I said Leo meme out loud. <laughs> How was Rami Malek's performance? He was in like so. It's a three-hour movie. He was in probably twenty-five minutes. Interesting. Of it. He was he very much in the back pulling a strings yeah. type villain, which worked pretty well. Um, because then his whole plot of like I'm an evil James Bond level villain was like. Okay, yeah, you've just been yeah. working on this like an evil genius or whatever. Um, it was it was good. There was a lot of different set pieces, not as much classic James Bond action, but still a lot of good I've heard action. It, it feels a lot more modern. 
than classic James Bond stuff. I mean, all the Daniel Craigs yeah. have. Yeah, that's that's every Daniel Craig movie. I think uh, that Just could period. be said. <laughs> yeah, they bring back Blofeld, who is the character from the Sean Connery movies that uh, Doctor Evil is a parody of. Was he from the character from the Sean Connery movies? They brought mm-hmm. the actor back. Or just the character. Same like, character, different but, actor. But the character has not appeared in any of the Daniel Craig ones. Yes, he appeared in Spectre oh, okay. and is like alluded to in the other ones. Is but... that Christoph Waltz? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's in, I think, some of the Roger Moore and some of the Sean Connery as like his Lex Luthor yeah. or his Joker or whatever you want to call it. Um, they killed him. <laughs> or James Bond killed him. Nice. Uh, on accident in prison oh. by choking him out. And he just died? Yeah, well, he accidentally spilled lethal poison on him. This feels like it. <laughs> feels like a bit. No, no. <laughs> he literally's choking him out, and then they're like, you gotta stop. And then he stops, and then he suddenly starts choking and gets, like, poison. Like, his skin starts melting, and he's like, ah, oh, shit, I had that poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Uh, Anna de Armas, huge mommy vibes. Uh, she deserved a million hours of more screen time. She was same thing as Remy Malek, where like she was a main character, but she was yeah. just like integral to one or two big scenes. She didn't hook up with James Bond, which is good because she would, you know, because it was like, oh, Anna de Armas is gonna be a Bond girl. Like, oh, wasn't you know. the other isn't the other girl that's in it like the love interest though? Well, yeah, so she's his wife, but then they break up in the first five minutes of the movie, and then it's a five-year time jump. Mm, this okay. movie was, like, a lot. traversed a lot of time <laughs> and events, uh, but in a way that wasn't confusing. But, yeah, so if you like James Bond, go see it, but also if you're listening to this, I just ruined the whole movie for you, so whoops. No, I'm glad to hear that it was a good closer, though, because I know a lot of people were worried about that because of how beloved Daniel Craig's Bond became. I think... Skyfall could have been the ending uh, because it had a good closing ending to that movie story, but also was open-ended for Daniel Craig's character, which is normally how James Bond movies finish their run with the actor. Like, Sean Connery technically had two ending movies because his contract was over once, and then he came back a second time for a different uh, company that technically owned the rights to one movie because of a previous deal with Ian Fleming. Um, and that was Never Say Never Again. And it kind of had similar vibes to Skyfall in that the actor was definitely a little bit older yeah. than he was in his prime. And they followed, they built that into his character where like James Bond's going to like uh, essentially not uh, like physical therapy, yeah. but for like spies, I guess. Who do you want to be the next James Bond? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's a lie. Um, I would like a real answer, please. <laughs> hmm. Has to be British, and I don't really know a lot of British people. See, the problem is all the big names to choose are the same age as Daniel Craig. They're too old, and that's, that's like, exactly what I was gonna say. And Henry Cavill's too big. It's <laughs> isn't it like the James Bond thing. Kind of being James Bond makes you famous. Like Daniel Craig wasn't big before. Yeah, I, like, I would. He was in a few things, but he wasn't huge. He wasn't huge. Yeah, I, I would say that's true. Maybe except for Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. So what if they pull a younger British actor? Who's I been would a, much prefer that. Yeah. I like if they get a Taron Edgerton type, Tom Holland. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather see. I would rather have him be casted as the next James Bond than him as Nathan Drake. Yo, good uh, segue. But I do mean that. Because same. I do mean that, though. Because he's not Nathan Drake. 
And <laughs> I don't think he would be a great Bond either, but I think he would be a better Bond than he is a Nathan Drake. It's just for me. Okay, so we're segueing completely. Yes, I am pretty close to the Uncharted franchise. I love those games. Nathan, I am Na- a step closer than being not close at all. <laughs> Nathan Drake is not a child. Like that's that's a big thing. Is like we see him in four is the or, well, I think of three too. I think three and four we have flashbacks to his childhood, and. The first time he meets Soli is in three, and it's very different, like extremely different. And it just feels like we're kind of taking the character out of the character and just going, like I, I said, uh, we were in a group chat this morning talking about it, and I said it literally feels like an action movie that they tossed an Uncharted skin on, which is upsetting. It really is too bad. Because it's so unique. It's a more fun Indiana Jones if you do it right, and it doesn't feel like that at all. No, and it really it lacks some sort of like grit. Yeah, I it, feel. It, I don't think it has enough of either end of the spectrum. It's not. Yeah, it's too the, safe in the middle of everything. It's not funny and like it's not the proper. It's not a comedy, and it's also not. It's just a generic action movie. It doesn't feel like like I, there's not stakes at any moment in that. Yeah, I mean, again, not being the most, like, Uncharted yeah. fan, not that I'm anti or, like, have any negative opinions of it, I just have not played every game, and it's not super close to me, it definitely did not feel like a movie I would like to watch. <laughs> like, I probably won't even see it, actually, the more I think about it. My biggest thing, I mean, I'm gonna wait for reviews, my biggest thing is not even Tom Holland, because Tom Holland's, like, whatever, young... Tom young charming adventurer sure too young too oh, oh extremely way too young but at the same time that is the exact same problem that's even worse with mark Wahlberg, because mark Wahlberg, it doesn't feel like solely at all like that character is wise old man who has right who has grandpa vibes off the bat he's sam elliott yeah 100%. yeah i mean maybe too old sam elliott. sure uh tom Selleck. same age as sam elliott but but like, looks younger. But like, yeah, yeah, I mean, but no, are they the same age? Damn. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Elliott's like five years older, but same generation. But like, just like that kind of, like Tom Selleck vibe. Like, yeah. Well, also just to note, uh, Tom Selleck was like 40 playing a 30 year old in Magnum PI. Well, I mean, I'm he's just, an old boy. I'm just picturing Magnum PI, but gray. So. Right, right, right. He does not look like Magnum anymore. I don't know if you've seen him recently. He's on, uh, some primetime show, blue bloods. He's, he, he looks like a, like a normal person's grandpa. Like he does not look like he's got Hollywood money, health and genetics. And like, there's the scene in the trailer where, uh, Mark Wahlberg's wearing a wife beater while they're talking to the planets. Like, that's just not who that character is at all. I I know Tom or the reason why they went with Tom Holland for Nathan Drake is because they wanted to cast younger. I assume for a franchise uh, yeah. purposes. I think Mark Wahlberg could have still been Nathan Drake, and it could have worked better. Well, there's the entry. Well, I mean, if you look at Mark or you look at Nathan Drake in the first movie, he's in his late thirties. Like, he is. He's think, not twenty five. I, I think he's early forties by game four. Like, yeah, it's. And, like, that scene where he's like, aren't you a little young to be a bartender? Like, that could work still if either, if they were both older. Like, you just find somebody who looks younger. Like You just age them both up equally. Yeah, it's just such a weird, weird choice. And then, you know, Nolan North, who voice acts Nathan Drake, is going to be in it in some capacity. I did just, not know that. No, I, I don't either. But I just, oh, I, it, it's gonna yeah, happen. yeah. He'll be there in as, like, a little Easter egg yeah, for the, he'll, yeah. He'll be like, we'll have, after the plane, 
crash fall uh tom holland will wipe up on a beach or some shit and he'll be there and like serve be, him like a margarita yeah, or something exactly. yeah he'll be like how'd you get here yeah and then the, oh and then we'll get an illusion like yeah that happened to me one time and it's gonna be real cheesy but that's gonna be the only part of the movie i enjoy because man's deserves i don't know who i would cast i'm glad it's not chris pratt um but like again like, like you said well, mark yeah, Wahlberg. chris pratt falls into the same tom holland thing where uh-huh. i just feel like he's too fun and lovable to be fully because tom Owen works as an action star as spider-man because peter parker's not like a rough and tough gritty guy you know you know what i mean like he's not an indiana jones type yeah he's and that's the that's the point of nathan drake is that he is an indiana jones type except he is charming and he's basically young indiana jones yeah yeah it's and again my understanding is a little bit more presumptuous yeah. based off the knowledge I do have, but it's definitely, I know enough to know it's not right. <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if Nathan Drake isn't murdering at least hundreds of people, then it, they're that's, doing it wrong. That's the thing with Naughty Dog games specifically. So an Uncharted and The Last of Us, you, ki- you were supposed to be a normal, likable person. You kill hundreds of people. Nathan Drake is an archaeologist or like, I don't even know if he's technically an archaeologist, but he's, that's like, the yeah. That's the he's general. just murdering these people. And and you gotta like, do what you gotta it's do. Just, and they actually kind of added upon that in the fourth game, where uh, they'll start talking about the people you killed. Like they'll be like, "Yo, he wiped out a whole uh, outpost south of here." And it's like, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I killed all of those people. And I just don't see Tom Holland being that. Like, <laughs> again, like his brand is so not that. Yeah. Then again, he obviously is trying to change that with the roles he's taking outside of Spider-Man. Well, he said uh, that he had to turn off his Nathan Drake swagger for No Way Home, which is like, huh? What? Oh. I didn't see a difference. What does that mean? I don't know. He had to zip his pants up, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he, I guess I can see the difference in his voice. He just has like. No New York in his voice, but it's still like a generic Tom Holland, pretty boy, American accent, which again, I feel like, yeah, like cast 20 or like 35 year old Jensen Ackles as uh, Nathan Drake, just like look and voice alone, Um, just as like, that's your template, build that character. Stephen Amell. Yeah, I mean, again, like, like 35-year-old version. Just yeah, because like. yeah. Stephen Amell can also find a middle point between his normal happy voice and his arrow voice, yeah, like but, you know. Or I guess even his Oliver Queen voice is fine. Like, it's yeah. still gruff, but also charm. Yeah, like they're, they're, I feel like there's, again, we're saying CW actors, so it's like, it's not hard to find people. Like, <laughs> there, there's options. I, I just think there was a better choice. And it looks like a good, like, it looks like it's probably a well-made movie. Like, no... no the CG looks good. Yeah, like that plane scene looked really yeah, good. Yeah. No, no slack on any of that. Like it's just the it's ca- a high budget ca- for sure. The casting is just off-putting for me, and that's where I draw a lot of lines. How would you feel about Chris Evans? No. No. no Even ten he, years ago. I mean, it would have to be pre-Captain America. Okay. Because he's Captain America now. That's that's, that's fair. Like for for me, still Tom Holland's not Spider-Man. Like I don't know what it is, but like he like he is Spider-Man. I I hundred percent. Yeah. Like, but like. I don't see him, and I'm not like, oh, I'm watching Spider-Man in a movie. Chris Evans is so solidly Captain America that it like takes me out. I'm like, you wouldn't be doing that. You were saving America. See, I feel the opposite. I feel, 
And maybe it's just because Cap got a send off that yeah. I'm able to turn that off in my I mean, brain. I haven't watched anything since, uh, with Chris Evans since Endgame. What about uh, Knives Out was right before, wasn't it? No, it was after. Because I I was okay, living well, in I mean, Vegas when that, Knives Out came out. That must have just been close enough. But well, no, that, that was also where I was where I was feeling. Because uh, I remember feeling like I was like, "You wouldn't be a bad guy, you're Captain America." Yeah, that's why I, the whole time I was like, "You know, it could be him, but like." He's also Captain America, so it's not him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, for me, I think it's just a credit to his yeah. acting no, that great. he does have different faces for different performances. Like, and also, I think him give with, him a mustache, make him gray, wouldn't have been against him being solely him with a beard is a different man. Oh, 100%. like in uh, have you seen Defending Jacob? I have not. Very well done. Yeah, but like for sure not Captain yeah. America. Um. John Krasinski pre uh, whatever that Amazon Prime show he does as so, Nathan so, Drake. So post so uh, in, post ben, the Benghazi movie. Yes. <laughs> pre. So he Jack will Ryan. not have a beard, but he will have Nathan Drake stubble. I'm fine with it. I don't love it. Yeah. Like I'm not in love with, and I think. But that, it's it's a better choice for an A lister slash A B lister whatever yeah, you want. If we had to stick with A lister, I'm not against that one. I mean, I feel like whenever people fan cast, they always go with an A lister. Or at least an A-lister in their minds. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, we do it too. Because we don't know the people that are up and... Like, yeah. like we don't know who should be Bond because it should be a nobody. Yeah. That being said, I think I give the Uncharted trailer uh, 6.9 out of 20. Yes, sir. So a 3 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I give the Red Notice trailer a 1 out of 10. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to talk about that. And um, it's about power. It's about drive. It's about hunger. It's about vibe. It's about flowers. It's about butt sex. 